Hi there, this is Harry. Welcome back to Advanced English Lessons with Harry, where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, to help you with your conversational skills, your business English skills, interview skills, whatever your goals are, we're here to help. And for those of you and your friends or family who want one-to-one -one lessons, well, you know what to do. Just get in touch, www.englishlessonviaskype.com, and you can apply for a free trial lesson, and we'd be very happy to hear from you and very happy to help you. Okay, so advanced English lessons, phrasal verbs using the verb get. So I said I've got 30. Let's go through them one at a time. So the first one is to get about. Now, this one, just to warn you, is usually only used by British na native speakers, not used by Americans. So to get about. And get about means to travel around or go from A to B, particularly when you're on holiday. So, for example, if you're in London, the best way to get about in London is to get an Oyster card. And this Oyster card allows you to travel on the underground, the buses, so you can get about quite easily. And we can also say to somebody generally, oh, you get about a lot, don't you? So if you come and you tell your friends, oh, I've just come back from London, and next week I'm going to Paris, and in two weeks' time I'm off to America. Wow, you really get about, meaning you travel a lot, usually for work or for pleasure. So to get about. And later on I have a synonym for get about, but you'll have to stay awake and watch the end of this particular lesson. Okay, next is to get along. Now, normally we use another preposition, get along with, yeah? So we get along with most people. I'm a very, very friendly sort of person. I get along with anybody who gets along with me. Do you get along with your colleagues? Do you get along with your family? Of course, you can always use it in the negative. I don't get along with my work colleagues, I don't have anything in common with them, only work. Or I don't get along with my family, particularly my younger or older brother or siblings. Okay, so to get along with people means to have a good relationship with them. To get after, well, this could be a great phrasal verb to use, particularly by policemen. If there's somebody has robbed uh, somebody's wallet or handbag in the street, Somebody might shout at the policeman, don't just stand there, get after him, run after him. He's much older than you. You'll be able to catch him. So get after him, okay? Or if the dog runs out the door when you leave the door open in the morning, one of the kids shouts, dad, dad, the dog's out. You have to get after him. So you have to chase after the dog, call him, and hopefully catch him, okay? So to get after the thief running down the street or get after the dog who's also running down the street. Get ahead. Well, we all like to get ahead. So to get ahead means to make progress, particularly in your career. He's joined a really good company. He hopes to get ahead very quickly. Okay, so he hopes to make progress very quickly. Or if you're driving along the street and you see some friends up ahead of you, can you drive a little bit faster and get ahead of them? Yeah, so means to overtake them. Okay. To get away. Well, if you fancy a couple of days break, you might tell your partner, do you think we'll be able to get away this weekend? Oh, I don't see why not. We could go somewhere quite close. There's some nice hotels around. We can check in for the night. And if it's fine the next day, we can stay a second night. So to get away means to 
depart, usually for a short little break. So to get away for a nice weekend, get away for a relaxing weekend, get away from the kids, get away from the stresses of life, get away from work. Okay. You might even say, can you get away from work early tonight? Means can you get home a little bit early? I'm cooking a special dinner, your favorite, and it would be nice if we could sit down as a family and enjoy this meal. So to get away from work early. There's also get away with something. That means to be able to be a little bit devious and nobody notices either that you made a mistake or you did something wrong that you shouldn't have done, but you get away with it, to get away with something. So for example, a thief breaks into the museum or the art gallery and he steals some quite priceless paintings, but the alarm for some reason didn't go off. So the robbery was only discovered the next morning and by that time the thief had got away with the paintings. Okay, so to get away with something here is to escape without being detected. Okay, or you might have made a little bit of a mistake. You were planning a surprise for your wife for her birthday or for Christmas, but you left the box out on the bed and you didn't realize she was going to be home so early. Luckily for you, she didn't go into the bedroom immediately. So you got away with it. Yeah. So you didn't, you weren't discovered or your secret wasn't uncovered to get away with something. Next, to get back to someone, that means to return a call or to send an email. Leave it with me. I'll get back to you later. So, Somebody sends you an email, they want answer to a particular question, they want some help with a particular problem. So you just bang off an email which says, leave it with me, I'll get back to you later. So it means you'll return the call or send the information or send a an email. Get behind. Well, get behind can be used in a couple of ways. You can get behind your local team and support them. So. Perhaps the message goes out that the team is not playing so well at the moment and they want all the fans to get behind the team. This weekend is a crunch match against the local rivals and whoever wins the match has got a good chance of staying in the division. So please come and support your team. Get behind them means come and give them support. Okay. But you can also get behind in your work means you fall behind. You're not able to keep up. Perhaps you've been out on holidays or perhaps you've been sick for a few days and you've just got behind with your work. So you tell your partner you're going to be working late for the next few nights. So don't expect me home uh, before eight or nine at night because I really need to catch up. I got a little bit behind with my work due to my illness or due to the holiday. So to get behind. Get beyond. Well, get beyond is another phrasal verb. It's not so well used. I don't use it so often, but what it means is to get past some problem that you have or difficulty or perhaps some angry feelings that you have. So perhaps somebody didn't do something that you wanted them to do or something negative and you're really feeling bad about it, a little bit annoyed, but you have to get beyond that because you have to get on with the person in your work, whoever is responsible for that particular problem. So you're Tell yourself, look, just forget it, put it in the past, let's get beyond it and let's move on. Okay, so when you want to get beyond something, you want to push it at the back of your mind, forget about it, and just concentrate on the future. So to get beyond, get by. Well, we get by 
when we uh, exist or we survive. So to get by means to be able to survive on certain amount of money or uh, an amount of food. So perhaps if um, you know somebody retires and when they look at their pension payments, it's really, really small and they say, hmm, I'm going to struggle to get by on this. I'm going to probably have to do a part-time job or to take a part-time job. So to get by on something quite small. Or perhaps your partner is going away for a few days and you're not so good in the kitchen. And uh, she tells you, look, I've left some food uh, already prepared in the, the fridge. So hopefully you'll be able to get by on that and you won't starve to death while I'm away. Okay, so to get by on the food or to get by on some sort of lower payment that you weren't expecting. Get down to something. Well, we often use this in connection with work. To get down to means to start doing something. I have to get down to some really hard work next week because that presentation is due by the end of the month. Yeah, so you tell your team, yeah, we're really going to have to put our heads together and come up with some really good ideas and let's get down to some serious work. Or you might tell one of the kids that, you know, they really have to get down to some serious study because the exams are very early next year and uh, you need to study so you're not left behind. So remember, those exams are early, so you've got to get down to some hard study. So you've got to really apply yourself. You've got to really put your head down in those books and revise and learn as much as possible. So to get down to something. Get in. Okay, well, when we say get in, there's lots of uh, uses of this. We can simply get in the car and drive to work. Yeah, or we can get in some food for the party that we're going to have at the weekend, a housewarming party or some birthday party or just some celebration with your friends. So I'll get in some beer and some food. But if you want to bring something along, you bring that along with you. So to get in is to get a supply ready. And we can also get into something. We can get into a rage. We can get into a bad mood. So when we get into, it's about physical, okay? Get into a taxi or it's something that's uh, psychological. You know, get into a bad mood when you start thinking about all the work that you have to do or all the problems that you have, okay? So to get into something physical like the taxi or get into something emotional and the mood that you find yourself in because of certain pressures in life. Get someone into something. We can get someone into trouble, okay? So to get someone into trouble is when you tell the teacher, for example, that your friend broke the window, okay? So to get someone into difficulty means you put them in an awkward position. So let me give you the, the example. So if little Johnny and David are playing in the schoolyard and Johnny kicks the ball and breaks the window and when the teacher starts asking who broke the window, David do you know anything about this? It was him, it was him, it was Johnny. So you get Johnny into trouble with the teacher because he kicked the ball but really as a friend he shouldn't have been telling or he shouldn't have been ratting on his friend. So to get someone into trouble. But we can also get someone into difficulty by perhaps not doing something that we promised. Perhaps you forgot to send the money to your daughter and she needs to pay her rent. Or you forgot to stop at the supermarket and buy some 
flowers that your wife wanted you to buy so that she could present them to her mother. So you, you got her into some difficulty over that. So you have to make amends. Okay, so to get someone into something. To get off. Well, we can get off to a good start. Okay, so if you started a new job and the first week you thought it was going to be really difficult, but you had some really good successes with the sales. So by the end of the week, your new boss was really, really happy. And he said, wow, you've really got off to a good start. You got off to a flyer. So it means it's been very successful from the very start. Or you could get off to a bad start with somebody. Perhaps you're trying to chat up a girl or you're trying to make a good impression but you say something that you you thought was funny but she didn't find it funny so you can say to your friends well I tried but I don't think I got off to a very good start I think I made a few mistakes okay so you can get off well or you can get off in a bad way okay so to get off to a good start or get off to a bad start so depending whether you look at it positively or negatively. And we can also get off something, like we can get off the bus at the next stop. We can get off the train when it pulls into the station. Okay, so it means to step down from the bus, to leave the bus, to step down from the train, to leave the train when it gets into the station or it pulls up to the platform to get off something. We can also get someone off, okay, so slightly different. We can get our friend off the duty in the hospital. So perhaps your nurse is working together or doctor's working together and you want to go to the football match and he wants to go too, but uh, he has to work the night shift. So you find somebody that they can swap. So you get your friend off the night shift so that he can go along to the football match with you. We can get on with something, okay? Get on with our work. And we had before to get along with, and we can also get on with our colleagues or our friends, okay? So when you say to get on with, it means to continue, or to get on with also means to have a good relationship with. So if we take get on with the work to continue, the teacher comes into the classroom and the kids are running around and shouting and screaming and she just says come on come on come on sit down and get on with that homework I gave you please get on with the work I'll be back in 20 minutes and I expect that you have all have finished it by then so to get on with continue the work I gave you but we can also use it as I said to get on with other people I get on with everybody when somebody has really good, friendly relationship with people, they get on with people. They get on with anybody. They get on with their parents. They get on with their in-laws. Whoever it might be, to get on with means to have good friendship, good relationship, good understanding. Get out. Well, we often say, and we did, we said it during the time of uh, COVID, we need to get out more. We've been spending too much time at home, too much time with the kids. We need to do something. Let's get a couple of bicycles and let's just get out more. You can also try to get out of a difficulty. Okay, so to get out of a difficulty means to try and avoid the difficulty. Okay, to how am I going to get out of this problem? So you ask your friend, 
Do you have you got any suggestions? How am I going to get out of this? I promised the boss that I would work at the weekend and I really, really don't want to. Have you any suggestions how I might get out of that? Okay, so to get out of something means to escape without doing it. Get someone or something out. Okay, so again, here we're talking about you could just literally get something out of the fridge. So you come home, there's nobody at home. Oh, I'm on my own again. I'll have to cook something. So I'll have to get something out of the fridge. Or you go to your car, there's, there's a bag or a box in the boot of the car. So you go out to get something, the box out of the boot of the car. Okay, so you get something out of the fridge, get something out of the boot of the car. Okay, to get over something or indeed to get over someone. This is to do with the breakup of relationships. Okay, so if your daughter's relationship with her boyfriend breaks up, you're talking to your wife, oh, how long is it going to take her to get over this? Oh, you know what she's like. Within a few days, everything will be fine. She'll get over it very quickly. She's very resilient. Yeah, so she'll get over it means she will recover. You can also recover from the flu or an illness. Oh, he got over the cold really, really quickly. I thought he would be sick for a few more days, but he, he perked up after a couple of days. So he got, he got over it very, very quickly. So to get over something, cold or the flu to, to recover or to get over someone when you've had a breakup of a relationship. Some people it takes less time. Some people it takes more time to get over someone. That's number 21, by the way. So we're now on to number 22. To get past something or to get past someone. Well, if you are walking down the street and there are lots of people in front of you in your you are in a bit of a hurry because you're a little bit late for work. You try to, excuse me, excuse me, let me pass. I know him, let me pass. Can I get past you? Yeah, so that it's a narrow footpath and you're not making much progress. So you have to be polite, but you try to be a little bit firm. Say, excuse me, I'm in a hurry. Can I get past you to try and get past someone means to go by them because they are walking slowly and you are in a bit of a hurry. Yeah? And it could be the same when you're driving your car. You can be driving along the, the, the road and there's a car in front of you going really slowly and you're trying to see is there any traffic coming in the opposite direction because you really want to get past this person, the car, past this other car so you can drive a little bit quicker and you might get to work that little bit sooner than you're expecting. So to get past something or someone, okay? Now you can also use get past something that's been on your mind for a long, long time. Ah, oh, he just doesn't seem to be able to get past that problem. He had the row last week with the boss and it's been going on forever. He's in a bad mood. You need to talk to him and tell him he just has to forget about it, get past it and move on. To get around, now this is the synonym that I was talking to you about the very first, to get about and to get around. They mean exactly the same. How do you get around this city? It's so busy, there's so much traffic. Oh, it's easy, you just have to know the routes. I'll give you a couple of tips. Tell me where you want to go and there's always a shortcut that you can take to get around the city. Most people take one of these bicycles because the bicycle lanes are really, really good. So if you want to get around the city quickly, just pick up one of these rent bikes. Yeah. So that's how you'll get about or the synonym how you will get 
around the city. Okay. Now there's another use to get around something that usually means there's an obstacle. Okay. So it could be a physical obstacle, like a tree that's fallen in the park. It could be some motor or road repairs in the, or motor accident in the, the street. So how do you get around that? Or a particular problem at work that you're trying to find a solution that you will be able to get around. Okay, so if it's a physical obstruction like a tree, you can walk around to get around it. If it's a physical obstruction because there's been a traffic accident or maybe perhaps there are roadworks and road repairs, then the easiest way to get around that is to follow the detour arrows and it might take you out of your way a bit, but you'll be there in no time. So to get around something. But if it's a problem at uh, work, well then to get around it, you need to have a solution. How am I going to get around this? Uh, I haven't met any problem like this before. Well, why don't you slip into the boss and ask him? He tends to have an answer for most of these problems to get around something, to find somewhere to avoid this block. And in the same way, we have to get around someone someone who's a little bit stubborn, someone who's unlikely to change their mind. How are we going to get around Michael? Yeah. Ah, just talk to him, tell him what it means, tell him the implications. You'll, you'll find a way to get around him. Yeah. So when we want to get around somebody, we either want to persuade them to come around to our way of thinking, or we have to try and get them to stop blocking our ideas. So we have to get around someone. They've presented a little problem and we need to talk them around to our way of thinking so they're no longer a problem to get around them. Get through. Well, we have to get through means to get to the other side. Okay. So to if you've got a big pile of work, you've got to get through it before the end of the week. Otherwise, you won't be able to rest for Saturday and Sunday because it'll be on your mind and it'll make your weekend a nightmare. Okay. So you have to get through it no matter what it takes. Or your children, they have to be prepared for tough exams when they go into university. So they have to get through them somehow. They're going to have to study hard. They're going to have to attend all the lectures, take notes. And yeah, they'll gradually and generally settle down after a while and they'll find a way to get through it. They always do. We'll get through it together is an expression that you'll hear when people have financial problems. Maybe they have family problems when somebody is sick and they might be very a chronic illness. Don't worry, we will get through this together. We've always faced problems together. We will get through it. Get to. This is number 27. We can get to know someone, get to understand someone, get to like somebody. So get to means a way of improving our relationship with somebody, get to know them better, get to understand them. So we understand the problem they have, get to like somebody. Perhaps you didn't like them at the very beginning, but over time, ah, you can see that they're a little bit quirky, a little bit unusual, but actually they've got a heart of gold. So once you get to know them, you get to like them. You might get to like the place you're working in. You might get to like the place you're living in, which you might not have liked it in the very beginning. Get together. Well, this is a nice way to have a party or have a meeting with your friends, uh, a little soiree, a little dinner, 
bowling, whatever it might be. Why don't we all get together next weekend? We haven't met each other for, oh, I don't know how long, months and months and months. So it's about time we got together. So we get all the gang and we go bowling, grab a pizza, grab a burger, whatever it might be. It will be fun to get together. To get up, this is a very simple phrasal verb. We all get up in the morning, yeah? So we get out of bed, we jump in the shower. What time do you get up at? Oh, I usually get up at six or just before six o'clock. And finally, the last of our phrasal verbs I want to use is to get up to. So what does it mean, get up to? Well, this is a very informal way to say or to ask somebody what are they doing or what are they going to do or what did they what did they do so what did you get up to at the weekend or what are you getting up to this weekend so an informal way to ask somebody what will you do where will you go how will you spend your time and i remember long long ago my dear mother telling me don't get up to something or anything that i wouldn't do so sort of a warning that if you're going away for a weekend just be careful what you do so don't get up to anything that i wouldn't do so to get up to something informal way to say what are you doing what are you going to do or what did you do depending on which tense you use Okay, well, there you have it. That's the 30 phrasal verbs. So hopefully you'll find some of them that are useful. I'm sure you'll find some of them that you already use. And it's just a question of adding a few more to your repertoire. Okay, so practice them. As I always say, you know the drill by now. If you want some more examples and you just need to write to me, www.englishlessonviaskype.com. Always happy to hear from you and always happy to include your suggestions in some future lessons that we have. This one is a particularly long one. Uh, hopefully you, you stayed awake. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. This is Harry saying goodbye. Join me for the next lesson. Mm -hmm.